0: We've been trick or treating. Are you
1: alone? There's a creepy man in a white mask. Where? And he keeps like trying to play hide and seek with us. Where did you see him? Look! Oh my God. Run! Go home now! My mother set the fire. one told you. <gasps> told me what? Michael Myers is alive.
0: A man couldn't have survived that fire. Forty years ago, the boogeyman came for us. We are the survivors of Michael Myers. Glory, what do we do?
1: We fight. Mom, our family will kill him. We're gonna hunt him down and we're gonna put an end to this. He He is not gonna stop killing until we stop him. If you track Michael's victims, that's a straight line. To Michael's childhood home. Someone's in our house. He's coming for me, but I'm coming for him. mask off
0: and see the life leave his eyes we are lighting it up over here at horror 365 welcome back horror heads to another episode of horror 365 i am your host the host that covers the most jimmy J, alongside with the south Jersey slasher himself, South Jersey Jason, and well, I guess you can call him the South Jersey Silver Fox, as he likes uh, some people to know him as. And of course, well, me, I, I got this new nickname over like the last week or so, it's the mouthpiece of the Northeast, but now with this lighting up over here, man, we are really turning it up a notch over here at Horror 365, because last week, we discussed, we recapped the 1978 Halloween, john carpenter's 1978 halloween and this week well we're fast-forwarding 40 years later and we're talking about halloween 2018 jamie lee curtis i mean so much to get into here on this episode but before we even do that brian how have you been
1: buddy since last week pretty good <clears throat> can't complain myself uh we are The second week into October, and as we're recording this, it's October 8th. So I want to give a special shout out to our good friend, Josh Kersey, Daddy 85 Today is his birthday. So I hope, Josh, you had a great birthday by the time this uh, drops, and we'll be seeing you in a week from when this drops. And also I want to give a shout out to my significant other, Irene. This weekend is our anniversary—seven years married, ten years together. So uh, I'm
0: doing pretty good. Well, listen, congratulations to you and Irene. You guys are awesome. Uh, happy anniversary, and Josh Horror Daddy 85. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, you know, it's it's a one big family over here, Brian. That's what we are. That's what we all became, and it's only growing, especially with the dozens and dozens of fans that we have, <clears throat> viewers, listeners, whatever you do, uh, just. The fact that you're taking the time of your day to watch us or listen to us means a lot to us. And, of course, you already know if you're not listening, where to listen on. It's Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, right here, YouTube. You're watching us. If you are, you already know. Boom. Click that subscribe button and smash that notification bell for all notifications over here. Horror 365 Alive. That is the URL. Brian, buddy, it is October. And you know, though, you know, we we celebrate Horror 365. But this is prime time. This is where all those per diem and part time horror fans come out of the woodwork here uh, and, you know, tell us exactly what we should be knowing about horror, whatever it is. Okay, but we got to put them in their place. Okay, this is our job now because we're real horror fans. All right. You part timers, you per diem diem people better stop it. I see you. You're celebrating Thanksgiving more than Halloween. I see the turkey already up anyway. It's all good my man this week I wanted to do this right here I wanted to talk about Halloween 2018 because you know I think people I get I get mixed reviews on this I get a, a lot of people love this movie but then I get those that are like why why did they forget about two uh yeah. you know with the whole storyline but now with kills coming out in like what a few days yeah like that's like right here it's like it makes sense because they have two more films In addition to this one, and I think that this is something this movie 2018 was something that this franchise desperately needed, in my opinion. Okay, now there were some great sequels, I feel, after the first one, Um, but there's some real questionable ones, Brian. I mean, you know, one of my favorites. It's resurrection <laughs> but I'm never going to I'm never going to stop talking about no, it. But anyway, no. let, let me get your take on this. Uh 2018 did you think that this was something that definitely needed to happen and Oh, what, for sure. After about?
1: the um and excuse my French the shit show of uh Halloween 2, the Rob Zombie follow-up to his remake was, we needed this film. And I was very skeptical going into it when you know, I looked at the writers they have comedic backgrounds. I was very nervous, so but when I went in, I was pleasantly surprised. And even when I saw the first trailer, when Michael puts on the mask, you know, putting the trunk of the car down, I was like, "All right, all right, You got scene, something here." Yeah. That
0: scene is like iconic right now.
1: Yeah. Oh you know yeah. That for slow sure. mo. That even that that just that screen cap that image, like it just. uh, I just said chills that much. Oh oh, yeah. I was like, all right, this is what fans of the franchise have been wanting since the original part two.
0: Yeah. And you know, I I look at some of the sequels, you know, two was in bad. Two was actually the first movie that I watched with my missus, you know, and to me, that's always going to hold special place in my heart, but you know, other than one and two, which you really got to kind of watch those as like a double feature. I said it before. Say it again. but part four, I really like part four.
1: Part four, yeah, definitely. Part four was a great follow up to two, five. Not, mm, you know, it's mixed. I, I think Loomis
0: was really good in five, though. But that's the only thing that really stood out.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I. Well, and I think, well, Donald Pleasance, he's he's just he's a great actor and. You know, he's done so much in his career, but he'll forever be known as Dr. Sam Loomis. But, yeah, he was vicious in this one. He wanted Michael to die. I mean, he even had a stroke, you know, trying to kill him. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, dude, seriously, man. Um, So part five, like think, thinking about the four and five, because those two similar to one and two, you got to kind of watch them back to back. You know, I can't. Yeah. I mean, I could watch four, without I watch five because five is just—it's it, awful, man. It really, yeah. it really is not that great. Jamie, Jamie, or Daniel Harris, she, yeah. she was the one that really like with for a young child to to pull off those those seizures and, and yeah, you know, was she the convulsions she was having over there? That's crazy. Uh, that I, I just—I wish
1: they just let us know why did she like become not able to speak. Like what? Happened? <laughs> yeah, what happened? Was it was it due to post traumatic stress of part four, and then all of a sudden she's able to to talk? Like it just came out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I don't she, understand.
1: Maybe uh, when we get the opportunity to meet Miss Danielle Harris, uh, we can ask her that. She can provide some insight.
0: I would love to talk to Danielle and get her on the show talking about Halloween four and five. And, you know, uh, as a young child actor, you know, what was going through her mind and how she prepared for it. What, you know, did she think anything uh, like, I don't know how these child actors think, like what they think of the scripts and stuff that they have and how they memorize. I I could barely remember what I had for breakfast when I was five. you know, it's funny. (laughs) Well,
1: when I remember when I was younger, I could retain a lot of things that I read. So i <laughs> totally off topic, but when I was in the Cub Scouts, we had to do this. Play. Oh, you're a scouter, aren't you? I'm a scouter. <laughs> I memorized everyone's lines. I knew them, you know, verbatim. So um I think it's the earlier you get into the practice, it carries throughout, you know, your adulthood. But for someone who is older. It might be a little tough. I don't know. It's something that we should ask like Rob or John or Dan, you know, that'd be a good question to ask them. I mean, Mm -hmm. like it's, it's hard for me to remember if I was to read a script, I wouldn't be able to remember my lines now, but um, you know, I have to say she spent both of her birthdays making Halloween films. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it is, man. I mean, come on, man. What other birthday is going to top that?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also, would you consider her the Kane Hodder of the Halloween franchise? Because ooh. when you think Halloween, a lot of people always say Daniel Harris, even over Jamie Lee Curtis.
0: Uh it's tough because she was in Rob Zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, she was Halloween in four was Halloween. Ro- film. Yeah, she was a f- Yeah. So
1: just like the like Kane Hodder was, was in four times. Yeah, but wait a minute now.
0: Okay, <laughs> we have Jamie Lee, which was in more than four. Uh, she was in one, two, uh, uh that's true. yeah.
1: Yeah. Resurrection. That's true. Uh, and I, I, but I just think, um, like Danielle and we're going totally off topic. Yeah. I think like Danielle is just synonymous because Jamie doesn't do conventions like she does. You know, uh, so that, could, that, be a that, that yeah. could be it too.
0: That could be it too. You know, cause <sighs> Jamie Lee probably has so much going on right now still, especially with the Halloween kills and everything else. And she's, she does way more than horror you know, oh, she's all well, over yeah. the map, you oh, know? Yeah. So, uh, you know, when you have that kind of schedule and you're super busy like that, it's going to be real hard to kind of commit to a convention. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, not, I'm not saying Danielle's not busy because these, no. they, they are, uh, but just, I guess, you know, Jamie Lee is to me, it's Jamie Lee, you know, she is. Yeah, and
1: Danielle's more attainable, you know? Yeah, she's as, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe she's more willing to do it. You know, I don't know. I have no idea. No clue. I would love to see Jamie Lee Curtis and Daniel Harris together at a convention.
1: Maybe, you know, when they do like a 50th anniversary Halloween reunion type. God willing,
0: everybody's alive still, man. You know, you got to, you got to jump on this. Jamie's not that old. I mean, no, but you know, anything can happen, man. I don't want to think like that.
1: I mean, we're not that far away from a 50th. We're seven years away.
0: 50th anniversary, dude. That, that
1: is, that's going to be insane. Halloween.
0: I mean. You know, you just think about it. You know, you said it right there. Seven years away from 50 years. okay. Mm -hmm. and when this came out, it was 40 years and all this time later. okay, the popularity that this franchise has, it's just incredible, Brian. And if that doesn't tell you, you know, for people that don't like horror or not huge fans of horror, Look at it. Look at the culture right now. Look at the the fan base. Look at Michael Myers. How he transcended the decades, man. How Halloween and it's it's more than that. Obviously, you know I understand. You know people know about Freddy Krueger and Nightmare on Elm Street. People know about Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, for me, though, Halloween. What they're doing and this is this right here. What we're talking about today, 2018. This is how the Halloween franchise. I feel like is differentiating themselves from Friday 13th from the other major slasher franchises or even horror franchises, they're, re- they're reinventing themselves right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like 2018 did that. And if it wasn't for this movie that we're discussing today, I don't know what to think of the Halloween franchise. Like, personally, man. I mean, you love it. You hate it. It's all over the place, but it's like, okay, you know, we needed. And I know, I know people out there say, Jimmy, but you don't like remakes. And you don't like sequels all these years. But listen, if it's done right, I like it. And if you're bringing back actors from the original films, I like it. And especially Kills, man. I am super excited about this one because they brought back, I think, four people from the original Halloween movie. Thank God everyone's still pretty healthy, able to come back. Lindsay, you know, that's another. Lindsay, the the little girl, number one, Mm -hmm. she's coming back for Kills. Mm -hmm. Uh, Same sheriff. I mean- it's incredible what they're doing with this film. And if it wasn't for 2018 right now, we wouldn't have had this little reunion for kills and God knows what we're going to get for ends. All right. So again, this is my opinion, Halloween right up to number one. Once again, um, Buster Rhymes might pop in. Um, oh no. He might, he might pop in ends and go. <laughs> <We> <laughs> even see Buster. You know, on a side note, I did try. I reached out to a, a well-known DJ over here. Mr. C and New York to try to get LL J to come on. He's like, unfortunately, LL will not do that uh, on the Zoom. He's probably busy, or maybe he doesn't want to talk about H2O. I don't know. I was trying to get him on, though. Um, who knows? Maybe
1: Buster busted What is he, he pulling a Kevin Bacon?
0: <laughs> uh, go! Oh, don't even let me get started on Kevin. Jesus Christ. And I don't care about Kevin. I don't care for Kevin as, as Freddy Krueger. Okay, whatever you guys and everybody else out there wants to see or was talking about. Anyway, this is about Halloween. And in my opinion, I'm going to say it now, and this is going to ruffle some feathers here, Brian, but I'm going to say it. Halloween is, in my opinion, because of 2018 and the two that we're getting right after it right now, kills and ends, I believe, the greatest
1: slasher franchise. Until Jason comes back.
0: Well, I mean, it, we don't know what's going to happen with Friday 13th. I mean, because uh, when was the last time we, what was it, 2009? Yeah. yeah. that was the last time we seen a Friday 13th film. Nightmare, I mean, 2003 with Freddy versus Jason. And if you even consider that a nightmare oh. now, shit. Oh, God. So, like, really? <laughs> Halloween's the only one that is yeah. continuing right here. Okay, and yeah. it's still going strong and stronger yeah. than ever, dude. Stronger than ever. But, again, we can talk about it all day. Uh, before we get into this film, though, I got to ask you, are there any of the sequels that you wanted to discuss briefly uh, from this franchise?
1: Um. You know what? I wouldn't mind seeing a remake of Part 3.
0: Hmm. Or a follow-up. A follow-up. Yeah, but, like, so you're gonna call it Halloween as well?
1: No, it would be Seasons of the Witch, because remember, in Season of the Witch, they didn't win in the end. You know?
0: That's true.
1: Yeah, I mean... I mean, we could I mean, we could go on about like the films if I had to like pick my favorite out of the franchise or the ones I like, it'd be one, two, four and six of the original like franchise
0: six. That's weird.
1: Yeah, I don't care because, you know, I don't know. I mean, six gets a lot of hate um i don't know what it's i think it's because it was the first halloween film i saw in theater so it has a soft spot for me uh i enjoyed paul rudd in his performance of tommy i mean it was our last time we got to see donald pleasance in the role and you know there's the theatrical cut and then there's the producer's cut two totally different films um i didn't care for halloween h2o i mean it was okay but i didn't care for it i despise as we all know resurrection yeah. <laughs> um And I don't even include the Rob Zombie. I mean, that's just a total. mm, It's
0: it's a whole different realm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which we'll get into in my notes. Um, Yeah. I mean, we could spend a whole other episode just talking about each film, but we are here to talk about Halloween 2018.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I just wanted to touch on the other uh, sequels just briefly and stuff, because I know this is going to probably be uh, our last discussion of the month for Halloween, Uh, because we have some other things to talk about. I mean, we'll get into that later on uh, at the end of the episode. But, you know, thinking about the sequels that we had for this franchise, you know, everybody knows already how I feel about four, one and two. Uh, Some of the other ones that we don't, haven't really talked about. Three, obviously, uh, Season of the Witch. Uh, Six, Curse of Michael Myers. Uh, Seven, H2O. We talk a ton of (laughs) hate uh, towards Resurrection. Um, And then Rob Zombie's films and stuff like that. So, you know, it's it's crazy because you're right. Like this franchise is, you know, it's all over the place, man. You can't really connect it. Like you can with nightmare on Elm street, even though there's some bumps in that franchise as well. Same thing with Friday the 13th. This is something like, okay, what are we doing here? You know, one and two makes sense. And now we just switch it up and we try to make sense of it in four and five, but then six is like trying to follow three and trying to bring back. It's like, it's weird. It's all over the place, but, Anyway, point I'm trying to bring out is if I had to look, I look at the sequels and to your point, like, what would I like to see maybe remade or redone or just, uh, you know, continued on? I kind of want to see them somehow tie the knots on most of the I mean, you can't really. Unfortunately, you can't have resurrection anywhere near there because Jamie Lee dies. okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you can't have H2O. It really
1: doesn't make sense. Like H two O is tied like, in with uh resurrection, which I do have. Like yeah, it's like five timelines. Although I would like them to do a George Lucas cut, like he did with Star Wars in ninety seven, go back and four and fix that mask digitally. That, oh yeah, create it.
0: <laughs> yeah, please, uh, please. That that's really all you have to do. I mean, with four, five, five. Uh, but like looking at it, you know, you're right because part three kind of, it's. Just, Staying alone, completely different. Not even Michael Myers. There's yeah. called Halloween. You know, I would like to see something uh, that's not called Halloween. You know, like season return, season of the witch or whatever it is like that. Just something Call that we can see. Of seasons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> seasons of the witch. We say all year long, baby. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so that would be cool. Uh, but because like I said, there's so many timelines, it's kind of hard. And I understand why they just said forget every other sequel we're going straight from one uh although i really think they could have kept two they could have they 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 wanted
1: to take away they wanted to take away the whole sister aspect
0: yeah yeah that's that's which makes it even more
1: terrifying he just randomly picked lori and her friends
0: yeah and it's like why so it's like are they gonna tell us now if this since they took out the whole sister aspect, are they gonna tell us why he's talking to – do you think we're gonna find this out and, and kill him? Nah, I mean ends? the only reason
1: I could think is because he saw her at his house when she dropped off the keys. And he's like, hey, how you doing? You know? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> at
0: the house, eh? Uh, maybe he,
1: maybe he liked Lori and just had a hard way to express it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just, I mean, he really didn't communicate well.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so and communication is key in relationships, Mike. Yeah. Come on, get it together, buddy. Okay. Yeah. You can't just stalk them all the time. All right. We we do this now on social media. I understand. Maybe you're one of those keyboard warriors. Maybe you just don't like talking in person. That maybe may. you're a little shy. That's yeah. okay, Mike. All right. I know we all know, you know, you have a pretty big knife. So <laughs> Are you compensating for something? Are you coming? (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Shades of Freddy versus Jason. Uh, Mm. But yeah, yeah, man. So uh, I wanted to see that, though. I did want to see this pick up from two. But anyway, it's all done. One, 1978, fast forward 40 years later. Here we go. Halloween 2018. When I heard this movie was coming out, Brian, I was like, Are you serious? Like, what? I had no idea. What was going to go on in this movie? All I knew was Jamie Lee was in the movie again. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? I mean, it's great that that she's there because she's a state, this, she and Halloween synonymous, but I'm like, we've seen so many different timeline. We've seen her in H2O Resurrect. What now? But when I found out it was picking up after the first one and then I started seeing the trailers, I got really, really excited about this one man so what was your thoughts do you remember what was going through your head when you first found out about halloween 2018 and uh what you were thinking and any well, kind of when, like-
1: I, when i first heard that they were doing the 2018 i'm like okay so they're gonna pick up after part two and then i found out later that they were retconning it and then uh i was like oh all right well you know she's a you know she survived a very traumatizing night she's a recluse a drunk uh, but she's preparing for the future so she's like that um you know what do they call them like the um survivalist yeah and uh in some aspects she's like linda hamilton in terminator 2
0: dude that's a great comparison yeah mm-hmm. i see that i see that 100 with linda man because she was you get ready like you're all dead <laughs> linda sitting there right you're dead you know what's gonna happen three billion people 97 oh i love that movie man linda went nuts <laughs> yeah. man and yeah. she was trying to warn him and she's over there doing pull up man she was badass in oh man too. yeah she
1: was and that, yeah and,
0: and linda and jamie like boom right there man and jamie's getting ready she's shooting a gun boom She's ready for Michael, man. Well, so.
1: it's like how they did um, the latest Terminator, where it was a direct sequel to Part Two, which I I enjoyed it. I, oh, loved, I, I did. Too, I love how they killed John Connor in the beginning. I was like, yeah, Eddie Furlong,
0: <laughs> <laughs> screw you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, I actually love that uh, the latest Terminator, the Dark Fate.
1: Yeah, Dark Fate. Yeah, yeah
0: man, I like that they picked it up from two two. Hands down, man Everybody can agree on this one man. It's it's the best One of the greatest
1: sequels Other than, like, say Empire or Godfather 2 It's, like, right there Like, there's a trifecta Of great sequels
0: Dude, for me, this is it This is the best sequel of all time Terminator 2, my opinion uh, and one of the best movies of all time. But I know right yeah. now I'm talking Halloween. Uh Jamie Lee. So you were you were pretty excited about it then. I I could say like yeah, as, about
1: it. yeah, because like you know, like I said in our last episode, next to Friday, Halloween is my second favorite horror franchise. And after the horrible 2009 Halloween 2, the fans needed this. The fans needed a fresher breath air. And like I said before, I was very skeptical with the writing team, but you could tell they're horror fans. And when they wrote the film, I don't know if they had stories planned in a trilogy. They probably had something on the back burner, but when wait till you see how much this money made against what it cost to film. You're going to see why they said, you know what, we're going to make some more.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm definitely, uh, we're going to dive into that in one minute. Just thinking about where it left off, Brian, from Rob Zombie. If that was it, I would be highly disappointed. I was highly disappointed. And and don't get me wrong, people, they crucify me for saying you know, I I didn't think it was as bad as you guys are saying it was for Rob Zombie because they made, they
1: made Loomis an opportunist, ca- capitalizing off of what happened. That's yes. not Doctor Loomis. I, you're right. Another- yeah.
0: yeah, I see that. I agree with you on, but I I think me I'm just more stuck along like the story that they had with in and, and the viciousness, really just Michael being as aggressive as he was. Uh, so I didn't think it was terrible because of that reason.
1: If you took away his hallucinations, like the delusions he had, yeah, it would and didn't mess up the Doctor Loomis character. I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah, no, but I agree. I, and plus, come on, he didn't have his mask on. It was uh, just it was seeing saber tooth from X Men. Okay, going around killing people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I mean, yeah, uh, that. Yeah, listen. We all know this is not the greatest Halloween sequels, or both of them aren't. I mean, it, like people just want to forget about it, unless you like that kind of story that he was, you know, trying to show you exactly what was going on with Michael, and then to bring, I guess, build the characters up more, or build Michael up a little bit more, uh, I guess. But we didn't want to know what the hell was going on, with Michael. We just wanted him to be just a crazy serial killer and a stalker. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, keep it simple, stupid. That's it. But, you know, I understand Rob Zombie want to go this way. But if that was it for me, Brian, I would have been very, like I said before, very disappointed. But then we get this. We get 2018 where it's like, you know what? Screw all the other sequels. We're going to start from scratch here. We're going to start from one. And here we are. And here's a woman who has post-traumatic stress disorder and is showing, uh, you know, the real effects of this disease. You know, that... that Probably affects so many people in the world. I mean, Mm -hmm. especially if you think about military personnel, you know, they come home, they're they're shell-shocked, and, you know, they find it hard to adjust. She is finding it hard to adjust. Laurie Strode, a.k.a. Jamie Lee Curtis, finding it hard to adjust in society. Yes, and with her family. You know, she is just stuck on Michael Myers, knowing that he's still alive. Yeah. Feeling that and he's still going to come out.
1: I have to say, they did a great job in the makeup department making Jamie look like an haggard old woman because she is beautiful. She is a beautiful woman. And to see her just looking like a drunken haggard, I'm like, props to the makeup department.
0: Oh, dude, 100%. Jamie Lee Curtis is gorgeous. Uh, my father's crush, okay, movie crush of all time, Jamie Lee. Uh, and the yeah, the makeup, they did one hell of a job, man, with, with makeup. She was like, you could see, stressed out, you know, mm-hmm. like still still in fear, still living in fear yeah. yep. of Michael um, in a way. But it's weird because like she had that fear. But then it's like as almost as if no, she wasn't scared. She just was waiting. She was anxious for him to come out so she could put an end to this so she could finally move on with her life. That's what I felt like in this film right here. Uh, but we're going to take it from the top, Brian. I want you to dive into this. Right here, uh, Halloween 2018. What do you got for us, buddy?
1: All right. So as we said, Halloween came out in 2018, and it was directed by David Gordon Green, who he was also one of the writers, along with Jeff Fradley and Danny McBride. It's the 11th installment in the Halloween film series and a direct sequel to the 78 film of the same name, while affecting a retroactive continuity or retcon of all previous sequels. It stars Jamie Lee Curtis, Nick Castle, who reprises their respective roles as Laurie and Michael Myers, with stuntman James Jude Courtney, also portraying Myers. The film also stars Judy Greer, who was the daughter, Andy Matichak, who was Alice and the Granddaughter, Will Patton, who's been in so many films as um, the deputy who uh, was the one that caught Michael Myers, uh, Haluk Billinger, who was Dr. I think Stray Strahan or guy I'm not sure, it was that that. Crazy doctor who I couldn't stand. And Virginia Gardner. Its plot follows a post traumatic Lori Strode who prepares to face Michael Myers in the final showdown on Halloween night, 40 years after uh, she survives his killing spree. So prior to this, uh, after the release of Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, this is the 2009 sequel to 2007 remake of the original. Two consecutive follow-ups went into development from former rights holder Dimension Films. Respectfully, but neither achieved fruition. As a result, the studio lost the rights to the intellectual property, which were later obtained by uh, Blumhouse Productions with John Carpenter's involvement. Carpenter, who disagreed with the remix portrayal of lead killer Michael Myers, planned on helping the studio to make the next Halloween film into what he believed to be more terrifying than the preceding sequels. Filmmakers David Gordon Green and Dana McBride, who were already fans, proposed their vision to Blumhouse and Carpenter. It was accepted and developed into a sequel to the original with Jamie Lee and Nick Castle reprising their roles.
0: So, Halloween. yeah. Yeah, I don't mean to. So basically, like you know, thinking about it, uh, this is it kind of lucked out with this film in a way because, you know, they, they lost. If you look at it right here, it was it was under Dimension. Right. And then they mm-hmm. lost the int- intellectual property. And then it went over to. I forgot exactly. What, John Carpenter had a hand in Blumhouse. Yeah, John Carpenter. Yeah. That is the only reason we probably got this movie. Like this movie was that good because yeah. no, no offense to mention what we seen with Resurrection. I mean, God only knows what we would have had with with this one if they wanted to do another one. Okay, yeah. but now Carpenter has a hand in it, and that's you know, I mean, this is yeah. one of the greatest of all time. I think oh, John absolutely. Carpenter, man, and he's just so real. He's like the stone cold of the movie industry my man. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, I'm going to let you continue. Maybe even we... the rock
1: of the industry. Yeah. The yeah. Industry, oh, finally,
0: he's, Carpenter he's, has come
1: back. Although Carpenter I would actually kind of say maybe the Gene Simmons because he would put his name on anything just to make a buck. So, yeah. and some of those films weren't the best. All right, so Halloween was filmed in um South Carolina. So, you know, as we all know the original they filmed it in California. So, they got their seasons there. <laughs> um, it premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival on September 8, 2018. It was theatrically released in the United States on October 19th, 2018 by Universal Pictures. The distributor's first involvement with the series since Halloween 3. So it's wow. back at Universal. Um, the film received generally positive reviews from critics with many considering it to be both the best Halloween sequel and a return to form for the series, while also receiving particular praise for Curtis's performance. It grossed over $255 million worldwide and is the highest grossing slasher film in unadjusted dollars, breaking a record that Scream had previously set in 1996, as well as setting several other box office records. Two sequels, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, are scheduled to be released uh, October 15th of this year and October 14th of 2022. Oh, my God. That number. No wonder. No wonder what. $255 million? And their budget. What's what the budget? You give me a number, and I'll tell uh, you if you're in the, in the ballpark.
0: I don't know. mil.
1: $10 million. You got to be kidding me. $10 million.
0: $10 million. $10 million.
1: Yeah. And they but made they, this. And they spent about $75 million for promotion.
0: I mean, yeah, dude. That sounds about right. Okay. <laughs> me, the, the promotion is everything. So, but yeah. $75 million, 10 million. So you said $85 million, let's say. Okay. Yeah. Round it off. Let's say 90 million. My man, you just made what is that? $165 million in profit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh so you can God. see why they wanted to move along with sequels. <laughs> well,
0: of course, why not? I would. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, and, and on top of that, but you know what? It's done right. It's, I, I give him a lot of credit. It's, make your money. Okay, yeah. the, this film was done right. Anyway, I'm going to let you continue with the cast. Yeah.
1: So I already um, told you the cast. So we have Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode. We have Judy Greer, who is her... Uh, daughter, Karen Nelson. We have Will Patton, who is Deputy Hawkins. And Will Patton's is always, he's in a lot. He's always a uh, a character actor. Uh, his face is, you'll be like, oh yeah, I've seen him in something. Um, one movie I can uh, name offhand is Armageddon with Bruce Willis. Uh, we have Andy Matichak as Allison Nelson, who is the granddaughter of Lori. And then obviously we have James Jude Courtney, who is taking over the reins of Michael Myers. Um, so this was written by David Gordon Green. Uh, you might remember him from such movies as Pineapple Express, The Sitter. The uh, Sitter. Oh, no, I'm sorry. David Gordon Green wrote. I'm sorry. Uh, so he wrote The Pineapple Express, The Sitter with. Um,
0: That's no. Um,
1: Noah. um no, no. Oh, gosh.
0: Uh, the sitter, I love that movie, though. It was It was 2011. Uh, it was, I can't think of a guy's Noah name. Noah
1: Hath. No, why am I saying Noah Hath? Noah Hath. That's <laughs> not it. No. That's not it. What is his name? <laughs> the kid from Superbad.
0: Oh, no, I wait. I think, no, Jonas. Uh. Jonah Hill.
1: Jonah Hill. Jonah Jonah Hill.
0: Hill. We're going to get it right here, folks. (laughs) (laughs) I think Noah Um, was his name or one of the
1: kids' names in the movie. He wrote um, Joe, which was, um, I believe, with Nicolas Cage, right? Nicolas Cage, which was a good film, and Stronger, which had um, Jake Gyllenhaal. There um, we go. We got it. Jake Gyllenhaal. Which was based on a true story of the Boston bombings. Um, So it was also written by Danny McBride, who was also an actor who was in Superbad. He was... um, I forget who he played in Superbad, but in Pineapple Express, he was like one of the drug dealers. Uh, He was in Tropic Thunder, uh, TV show Eastbound and Down, and Vice Principals. Um, So obviously, John Carpenter was executive producer. So in development, um, after directing the 2007 Halloween reboot, Rob Zombie was hesitant to return for Halloween 2 and announced that he would not return to direct another sequel while promoting it in an interview on MTV. Nevertheless, two days after its release, the Weinstein Company announced that a sequel entitled Halloween 3D would be released in the summer of 2010. I am glad that did not happen.
0: God almighty, I would have just <laughs> jumped.
1: Jeez. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Lucier and Todd Farmer, who I can't stand, who wrote Jason X and the uh, remake. Oh, of, so this
0: uh, is the guy. What's his name? Uh, Todd Farmer, Todd, no, Fa- oh. Todd Farmer,
1: Farmer. And whenever, whenever he I'll writes a movie, he has to put himself in the film. He played, uh, in Jason X, he was one of the grunts that was like in the, the virtual reality game. And oh, then God. in, um, my bloody Valentine remake, he was like the trucker that was uh, messing around the prostitute.
0: I got a problem uh, with you, Mr. Farmer, Jason <laughs> X. Oh, you and I, my man, I'm taking it to the plantation. I'm going to get you out there. I'm going to make sure you don't write another bad movie again, my man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Off with his hands. Yeah. Anyway,
1: continue. So, um, yeah. So Patrick and Todd were hired as the film's director and writer and the studio Uh, had planned filming to begin in treeport louisiana in november 2009 the film was to pick up where the final frame of its 2009 predecessor left off and would pay homage to the original version of michael myers from the 78 film it would have involved laurie strode being committed to a psychiatric hospital after murdering dr loomis and sheriff Brackett, and michael tracking her down there one year later tyler main would have reprised his role as michael myers from the first two films and tom atkins would have been cast as a psychiatrist, which I can see Tom Atkins, he's a good actor. But Scout Taylor Compton did not plan on returning as Laurie Strode. After disagreements over the budget and concerns that the film was being made too quickly, Bob Weinstein delayed pre-production until after Lussier and Farmer finished their work on Drive Angry, which was horrible. Mm In June 2011, development resumed with a planned release date of October 26, 2012, but was again delayed when Lussier, Farmer, and Weinstein decided to prioritize an abortive Hellraiser reboot. In May 2014, development on Halloween 3D was revived for one final time, with Taylor Compton agreeing to appear in the film. As a result of the profitability of the Paranormal Activity franchise in the 2010s, Weinstein insisted on making Halloween 3D a found footage film, and Farmer pitched a mockumentary about a series of murders by a deranged fan taking place during the making of and in-universe film based on Leslie and Farmer's original script. According to Farmer and Taylor Compton, none of the cast and crew involved liked the concept, and the film was ultimately scraped. Thank God. Yeah, Jesus, exactly. That would have
0: been horrible, man.
1: Yeah. In February 2015, Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunstan were reported as writing a new Halloween film described as a recalibration rather than a reboot which Malik Akkad and Matt Stein were producing. On June 15th, 2015, the, Wein- the Weinstein Company was reported to be moving ahead with another Halloween sequel tentatively titled Halloween Returns Ugh. with Dunstan directing. It would have been a standalone film set to reintroduce audiences to Michael Myers years after his initial rampage from Halloween and 81's Halloween Two, as he was confronted by a new generation of victims while on death row. So Michael's in death row. <laughs> I give a fuck. Oh There's my god! I can see like a Tupac soundtrack for this one. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's throw Steven Seagal and Ja Rule in there. Adam J. bill
0: California Dreaming, Michael Myers, Legend.
1: On October 22nd, 2015, producer Malik Akkad revealed that the production of Halloween Returns had been postponed, stating that the extra time would result in a better film, Malik said on the matter, uh, in quotations. Although I have to say, and this is somewhat new news, but unfortunately, things happen in Hollywood where you have issues with studios and different variables. We've had to take a step back, and now we're trying to refigure this beast that is the new Halloween. So there is a bit of delay, but this new Halloween isn't going to be quite what was has been announced and what people are expecting. So we're making some changes there as well. Akai kind of later revealed that he had postponed production because the studio insisted on shooting the film in Serbia. Serbia? <laughs>
0: What's going on
1: over there? Uh, which he believed would be a poor fit for Haddonfield. Yeah. In- December in December twenty fifteen, well, I was like when Jason took Vancouver. You know, oh my um, god! In December twenty fifteen, it was announced that Dimension Films no longer had the filming rights to Halloween after Halloween returns failed to go into production on schedule. The film's cancellation was confirmed at the same time. The rights then reverted to Miramax. On May 24th, 2016, Blumhouse Productions and Miramax were announced to be co-financing a new film with Universal Pictures distributing through the studio's output deal with Blumhouse. Blumhouse CEO Jason Blum called original Halloween a milestone that had influenced the company to begin making horror films. Yep. The great Malik Akkad and John Carpenter had a special place in the hearts of all genre fans, and we are so excited that Miramax brought us together. The rights specifically went to Miramax and Tariq Akkad who saw out Blum because of success as a horror film producer okay. so now we're going to get into the writing of 2018 what we got
0: yeah exactly the, the, the substance yeah. the body yeah of the film let's talk um, about this this yeah you know writing this film right here
1: so rather than reboot the series again, they initially chose to focus primarily on continuing the mythology of the first two films when developing the story, with Danny McBride stating, we all came to the decision that remaking something that already works isn't a good idea, so we just have a re-imaging instead. The pitch was created by the writer specifically to present to Carpenter as they were self-described fans of the original Halloween. The story was eventually fleshed out so that all of the sequels were ignored from the new film's continuity and the ending of the first film was retconned and what McBride likened to an alternate reality. However, he later said that in the film still pays tributes to the other follow-ups, despite sharing no direct continuity. You know, there's no, you know, there like there's no so many different versions and the timeline is so mixed up. We just thought it would be easier to go back to the source and continue from there. It was nicer than knowing you're working on Halloween 11. It just seemed cooler. We're making Halloween two for fans. We pay homage and respect to every Halloween that has been out.
0: Yeah. And you notice that, you notice that throughout the movie, you know, if you, if you're looking like uh there was a scene, I remember where Michael was walking again, that paid homage to part two with the stereo mm-hmm. the food box and, yep. and, uh, parking lot area and then boom yeah like he was on the way yeah. so right there that was part two and i think there was some things for from part four as well and, and some of the other films
1: <laughs> yeah they and i'll get into that uh speaking of like uh part four um there's a little trivia i have about like you know the referencing part four Oh, okay um despite green and mcbride's comedy roots halloween was distanced from the comedy genre mcbride further elaborated that i think they're There was like maybe one joke on the page, but the rest is straight horror. Believing that good movie, good horror movie directors are good directors, Jason Blum hired Green for his perceived amazing storytelling. No major steps were taken without Carpenter's approval, including the acceptance of the initial pitch and bringing back actress Jamie Lee Curtis. Displeased with Rob Zombie's re-imaging and added backstory of murderer Michael Myers, Carpenter wanted to take the character back to his more mysterious roots, describing him as a force of nature. He's supposed to be almost supernatural. McBride detailed his approach as humanizing the character. I think we're just trying to take it back to what was so good about the original. It was just very simple and just achieved that level of horror that wasn't turning Michael Myers into some being that couldn't be killed i want to be scared by something that i really think could happen i think it's much more horrifying to be scared by someone standing in the shadows while you're taking a trash out early on the script for the film had laurie's daughter jamie lloyd from the original continuities halloween four and five appear alongside laurie for the first time however subsequent rewrites change her to karen even why has it got to be karen
0: oh god why (laughs) another karen
1: yeah, Jeez. even before those early plans were publicly known, Danielle Harris, who played Jamie, objected, feeling strongly about Lori having a daughter that was not Jamie. But her appeals to the production company were dismissed, almost like you know Kane Hodder when he was uh, out for uh, Freddy versus Jason. You know? Uh,
0: yeah. Jeez. Yeah.
1: All right. So we went into the budget. Um, so yeah, uh, in the United States and Canada, the film made almost eight million dollars uh, on just alone on the. Thursday night, uh, like soft opening, uh, the wow. fourth the fourth highest ever for an R rated horror film after it, it Chapter Two and Paranormal Activity Three. Halloween then grossed thirty three point three million on its first day, including previews, and went on to debut to seventy six uh, two seventy 76.2 million, making sorry, making uh, the second best ever opening weekend of October behind Venom, mm. the biggest debut for Blumhouse and the highest of the Halloween franchise. Its opening performance was also the best ever for a film starring a lead actress over 55 years old. With its weekend performance alone, the film became the highest grossing of the franchise. The film dropped 58% in the second weekend, but retained the top spot, grossing 32 million. After making 5.5 million on Halloween day, a Wednesday, the film then made ten point eight. In it's third weekend, falling to fifth. So we'll get into some trivia.
0: Yeah, let's talk some trivia over here. What do we got? All
1: right. So do you remember a couple of times in the original Halloween, uh, Jamie would be like, she would sing to herself, I wish I had you all no, alone. No, just so the song, two
0: of us. <laughs> yeah.
1: That song that song that is playing when the boy and his dad noticed a bus crash is a Western version of the song that Lori sings throughout the original movie. This song can also be heard during the end credits. There you go. Little, oh, man, you know,
0: there it is. Yeah. The, gas,
1: the gas station is almost an exact replica of the gas station prominently appearing in Halloween 4 down to the ice box outside.
0: Really? I got to look mm-hmm. back. See, now it's funny. I've seen this movie quite a few times mm-hmm. and I didn't notice some of these things.
1: Yeah. So I got to yeah. go back to it. Yeah. Uh, at 70, Nick Castle is the oldest actor to play Michael Myers. He is also the third actor to play him more than once behind George P. Wilbur, who played him in Halloween for the return of Michael Myers. And, Uh, Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, and uh, Tyler Main, uh, who was in 2007 and 2009. Actor James Hugh Courtney, who plays Michael Myers, consulted with real-life killers on how to kill people to make his performance believable. In his own words, Michael has been locked up for 40 years, so he's had a long time to think about killing, but obviously he's still efficient and driven. So I wanted to make sure people see that in my performance. He did a great job.
0: James D. Yeah. Courtney. And I'm I'm curious, like so when was Nick Castle um on screen and when was uh James D. Courtney on
1: screen? Nick Castle was just the breathing.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I got yeah. okay. I was wondering. Yeah, because it was it was all James D. Courtney.
1: Yeah. So um we got some so many timelines. So I have this down here. There's like four or five Halloween timelines. Jeez. So we have Halloween 78, Halloween two. Halloween 4, Halloween 5, and The Curse of Michael Myers is one timeline. That's one. Okay. Okay. Uh, Halloween 3 Season of Witch is its own timeline. Yep. Then we have Halloween 78, Halloween 2, Halloween H20, and Halloween Resurrection. (laughs) And then we have Halloween 2007 and the 2009 sequel. And then we have the newest one, Halloween 78, Halloween 18, and then Kills and Ends. Dude, if you so, ask me. So there's five timelines. <laughs> there's five, five timelines, five timelines,
0: five ti- No, I mean, think about it. If you ask me, though, I'm looking at all these different timelines over here. It's a no-brainer right now after seeing 2018 and after seeing the trailer just for, for Kills that that's got to be my favorite timeline. It's got. Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be one yeah. followed by 2018 kills, and then yeah. th- the the ones we haven't even seen yet uh, ends. Yeah. Because I mean, granted, don't get me wrong. I love th- the first one you threw out there. The one, two, four, five, in you know, curse that you know for me because you know I guess Loomis, Donald Pleasance, you know, kind of wraps up that after he he passes away, real life, and before mm-hmm. even the completing of that film of uh, Curse of Michael Myers, like that. That timeline was cool, but like, dude, this is the one right here. This is the one that really makes sense. But anyway, continue.
1: All right, so the last piece of trivia. When Allison walks down the street with her friends, Dave claims to have heard that Lori spirit was Michael Myers' younger sister. However, Vicky says this was made up by other people to make themselves feel better. This is a clear jab at Halloween Two, where Laurie was famously revealed to be Michael's baby sister, a fact that even she was unaware of. Writer John Carpenter later admitted that he wrote the script for Halloween Two primarily for the money, and had included the family relation between Laurie and Michael simply as a plot device, something which he later regretted because this film ignores Halloween Two, the record is changed yet again.
0: John Carpenter, straight shooter. Yeah, I wrote it yeah. for the money. Uh, if it's going <laughs> to make money, like I mean, I, hey, he's honest. He yeah. Really say about? It. I mean, that's crazy. But you know, you, you get into this film here. Uh, we start talking about like the plot now. You know, we get into the the thick of it. Like, what is it? Now, I'm going to let you actually run it down. Uh, the plot of 2018.
1: So yeah, talk sure. To us about that. Yeah. All right. So I remember sitting in the theater and those opening credits and. You know, we got, well, signing so much opening credits, we're opened um, to two podcasters. That could be us one day. You oh, yeah, it will be. <clears throat> and they, uh, we're going to live are... though,
0: Brian. We're living.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so they're uh, they're going to go see Michael at Smith Grove. And uh, so it's October 29th, 2018. And Michael has been back at Smith Grove for 40 years following the killing spree in Haddonfield. Uh, and he's going to be eventually transferred to a maximum security prison. Uh, so the true crime podcasters, Aaron and Dana visit the hospital. And so we, we meet our, our new Dr. Loomis. And, uh, so he takes them outside to like a checkboard or not check a checkerboard.
0: Uh, it's so weird. Everybody's <laughs> like tied <laughs> up on this giant yeah. board area. It's yeah. like sec- and, separate you know. from each other, but that so, feel.
1: Yeah, I feel Uh, so, you know, Aaron, you know, Michael's back is to us. Aaron's talking to him and you could see like the uh, the scar on Michael's neck from the crocheting needle and his messed up eye. And he's like, Michael, I have I have a friend that gave me something and I wanted to show you. And he pulls out uh, his mask and that kind of like awakens the beast. So I wonder if he didn't show him that that mask. Would Michael have escaped and went on a killing spree?
0: Did he really see the match? Because his back was was towards him. Yeah, he felt but it. it's he like almost felt, it. As he felt it. And he, it. and you felt it. We felt it. That oh he, yeah, the theme started changing.
1: Chills went Yeah, it was a I'm like, oh man. All the in all the inmates start going crazy. The dogs are barking. Then you know we have the opening credits, and it's like from inside of the jack o' lantern. And the jack-o'-lanterns, like, deteriorating and everything. Or was it deteriorating? No, it was
0: actually, uh, like, blowing up. Really. Right.
1: Yeah. So, it was
0: like, yeah, dude, that was amazing. That opening yeah. scene, it, like you said, it sent chills down your spine, yeah. down mine as well. But then just going back to the roots of the original opening for Halloween with the same font, same colors, same format, that was amazing.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, after you know they go visit michael they want to go visit Lori, and they're giving her money and she doesn't really provide any information but you see how she's living she's living a, you know she's a survivalist she's target shooting and uh, you know she's a drunk and uh so you could tell like she's you know she she's preparing um and we find out that she had a daughter and she lost her daughter because of an incident that happened um so michael is eventually sent you know transferred and um he purposely crashes the bus although we don't know for sure there is we don't know what happened yeah. um so he, he kills the father and son for their car returns in Hadfield. First kid ever killed by Michael. That's what Meyer. I'm about to
0: say that was the yeah, that was the first kid. So that goes yeah. to show you right there, like okay, this is different, Michael yeah. that we're dealing with right now.
1: Yeah. So um Lori's still living in fear of Michael, and she's drinking heavily, rarely leaving her fortified house and alienating herself from her daughter Karen, whom the state took away from her at the age of 12. The only person she keeps in contact with is Karen's daughter Alice. And on the morning of October 31st, Michael sees Aaron and Dana. Visiting his sister's Judith's grave, he follows them to a gas station where he kills them both. Which that was some brutal kills. At first, he you know, he kills the like the gas station attendant because, um, uh, uh, what's her name? Dana is using the bathroom, yeah. And he's like knocking on the door or something, and I think she's like, I'm busy, and he just like <laughs> drops the teeth in yeah, there. That
0: was sick, it was like, yeah, what is-
1: yeah. So she's obviously freaking out, Aaron overhears it and he comes to her aid but he got his face implanted into the wall several several times um and then obviously he took the coveralls from the mechanic and uh before recovering his old mess from uh aaron's car and you know you see him put it on like kind of slow motion and the you know drop in the hood like that was just great cinematography music uh, so Deputy Frank Hawkins, who arrested Michael in 78, tries to convince Sheriff Barker about Michael's danger after, and Sheriff Barker is the uh, guy in a cowboy hat who oh, will be, yeah. um, he'll be in um, the next film. Um, so he's trying to convince him about the danger, Michael's danger after learning that he's escaped. Laurie also learns of Michael's escape and attempts to warn Karen, but Karen dismisses her concerns, urging Laurie to move on with her life. Uh, later that night, Allison finds her boyfriend Cameron cheating on her. Cameron is the son of that bastard Lonnie, so, um who, you know, will be in Halloween Kill. so maybe he's, you know, avenging um, Cameron's um untimely death. Um, and she leaves with uh, his friend Oscar, who I was happy when this kid got killed. Oh, he was
0: annoying. <laughs> yeah. He was annoying like, just whack him. Get him yeah. out of here already.
1: Yeah. So, Desperate. um, yeah. So meanwhile, while babysitting a boy named Julian, who I think was, just Oh yeah. Out, I hope he's in the second one.
0: Yeah. Come on. <laughs> oh shit.
1: And I said, you know, if if they made like a, a Halloween, you know, 40 years after this one, well, obviously he'd be too old, but if we just, um, said it was 40 years, you get Kevin Hart as Julian. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that man. Yeah. 100%. Um. So, yeah, so she's babysitting Julian and um, Allison's best friend, Vicky, and her boyfriend, Dave, are attacked by Michael, which that was a good scene where, you know, she goes to check on Julian and, you know, he's saying that there's someone in his closet. I didn't or, expect
0: him to actually pop out.
1: No, I didn't expect, no. no. Oh, so she's like shutting the door and then like he's there like that was great um so she sacrifices herself to protect julian um deputy hawkins and Lori overhear the incident on the radio and go over to the house Lori sees michael coming face to face with him for the first time in 40 years Lori shoots michael um in the shoulder before he flees but before that scene when he's just walking in town like people are just walking by him he goes in he grabs like a hammer goes in the house Boom. Boom! Like just kills someone, and then takes the knife, and then you know he's in the that house. Woman, and,
0: yeah, woman. Yeah, that that got me too. The way she did with like really good acting, though. No, but I grabbed him by the hand, slice her throat right. In. Yeah, I'm like what if Michael is? You starting to see him get a little more vicious in this one, and I think like you know kills that's we talked about it so many times. That in the trailer, he's on another level, man. But this one, you start seeing it now. we killed the kid. Never did that before. You know yeah. he's he's on. A,
1: just, and just when he was in the house, I thought he was going to kill the baby. Like he walked by. The oh, crib, yeah. I was like, please he don't he do it. If do. he
0: did that, dude, I would have been yeah. like,
1: Yeah. Yeah. They went too far. Yeah. They went um, but then we bad. had a throwback to Halloween, too, because in one of the houses he was at, there was a woman that kind of resembled Mrs. Elrod from part two. She had the pink yeah, curlers and yeah, yeah. So after the face off, uh, we are. Introduce once again to Dr. Sartain, uh, Michael, psychiatrist who is who was a student of Loomis. Um, he persuades Sheriff uh, Barker to help in the hunt for Michael. Meanwhile, on the walk home from the party, Michael finds and kills Oscar. That was a great one because the motion <laughs> lights kept going off, yeah. you know. And you know he deserved it because, you know, he was like, Ha, huh, I'm going to try to get with Allison after, you know, so and so, you know, cheated on her. And he was all pissed off and horny. And guess what happens? You get killed and impaled by Michael. That's it. So, <laughs> um, so Hawkins and Sartain arrive just in time to rescue Allison because uh, she starts uh, hearing things and she goes back and discovers Oscar. Our uh, Sartain, who has become obsessed with Michael's enigmatic motivations, attacks and leaves Hawkins for dead. It is revealed that he orchestrated Michael's escape to study him in the wild like a beast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Th- um,
0: this guy, this guy gets on my nerves, too. Seriously. Yeah. So, and so yeah. with him getting I, I enjoyed that gruesome kill.
1: Oh, right that there, was man. great when we, the yeah. face stomp, you know, it's yeah, right up man. there. It's right up there with the curb stomp from American History X. Yeah. Although oh, God. Wheel. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> this one, you see, it's like a fucking watermelon,
0: oh, yeah. like yeah. a cantaloupe. We just um,
1: <laughs> however, Michael kills Sartain and Allison flees from the scene. Michael then ambushes and kills two police officers arriving at the scene. And that was great when he took the one officer's head and made it into like a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Michael drives a dead officer's car to Lori's house where she and Karen have met with Allison. When Lori's son-in-law, Ray, goes outside to greet who he believes are the two officers, Michael strangles him to death. I was upset when the dad died because he was funny. In the beginning of the film, he got peanut butter on his penis.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He was, but I also feel like I I felt bad for him, man. Yeah. Like like more more than the fact that he just got killed, but like I felt like – he was a I, nice guy. I, I got to deal with the know. family. This, this woman's was nuts like, and I'm trying to put up with her. Yeah. You know, my in-laws. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so Lori manages to get Karen to safety before she engages in a showdown with Michael. Uh, Lori severely injures Michael, but he stabs her in the abdomen and pushes her over a balcony. Uh, so that's sort of like uh, going back to part one um, yeah. when he went off the balcony yeah. and, and, you know, when he went to go look for to see her, she's gone. She
0: was gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so right. it's like, oh, yeah, the tables have turned.
1: Yeah. Uh, Allison arrives and calls out for her grandmother, Lori and Michael, and allowing Karen to shoot him in the jaw. Lori suddenly reappears and attacks Michael, trapping him inside the safe home with Karen and Allison's help. Uh, so basically the um, the basement wasn't meant to keep people out. It was meant to keep people in. That was a great line. And, you know, throughout the film, um, like, it made me wonder, was Karen, like, putting on this act the whole time about how her mom's crazy? Because um, if you remember, you know, um, Karen was like, oh, no, he's killing me, killing me. Gotcha. Boom. You know, like, she, you know, we learned about all this training that she had. So it was like, Did she put on this front the whole time or was it like she was mentally preparing herself as well? That's a good question,
0: man. Because like, you're right. Because maybe she didn't want her daughter to see it. And she didn't want a daughter to know anything about this. That's why she was trying to forget about it. But she's already, you know, she's trained
1: because Mm -hmm.
0: that's what Jamie Lee, uh, that's what she had her going through when she was younger
1: Yeah. uh, before. Yeah. So um, so the trio says the house ablaze and Lori says goodbye to Michael before she begins to faint and lets her daughter and granddaughter quickly hitchhike a passerby vehicle to take her to the hospital. A final shot of the burning basement is shown when Michael now nowhere in sight In a post credit scene Michael's breathing is heard indicating that he survived. So, um, yeah, so it left it, it left it open-ended, but as soon as you know, the money started coming in. It was announced that we were going to get two more. And, uh, you know, when we first got that trailer and you see them on the back of the uh, the pickup truck and then you see like the fire trucks going to her house. We're like,
0: no, no, stop.
1: And the firefighters are like seeing if there's any survivors. And Michael just starts, you know. That's he- it. He
0: starts going in on all the firemen. Yeah. uh so yeah that that scene in that trailer was amazing and that's why like it's he's like-
1: raising the firefighter with the oh. one that was great but i'm not sure if you've seen this on social media there is a schmuck that put out a petition to to remove the scenes of michael myers killing the firefighters because uh firefighters are first responders and he, his family are firefighters and he is going to be a firefighter himself.
0: Oh, All okay. right. You little
1: punk, but what about all the cops that Michael killed throughout the film? Do, do their lives not matter either? This is fiction people fiction. That is the
0: most aggressive I have seen you get, Brian. <laughs> I am so, so but-
1: over this woke culture. It's a horror film. It's, Fiction. Yeah, granted, unfortunately, there have been first responders that have been killed doing their job, which is sad. But come on, how are you going to separate one first responder from the next?
0: And I'm gonna tell you this right now. I want to get a petition. I want to get a petition going for this guy right here, uh, to get him some more schooling to help him learn that this is a fucking movie. Okay, it's a movie. (laughs) That's it. Stop it, stop digging, stop reaching, stop it. I hate it. I can't, I'm telling you. Right, I'm just with there. Oh, my God. I was letting you go on your little rant, but now you got me started. Because, like, I can't stand it anymore, man. People are so into their feelings and their, and their emotions. They're so damn sensitive nowadays. It's unreal, okay? Uh, you know, I'm not going to really say what I want to say because who knows? I, Jimmy J is going to be canceled. But the thing is, <laughs> I am just tired, man. I really am tired of things like this. Because, come on, seriously? I mean – it's a film. If you're going to do that, you might as well go do that because he killed the kid. He killed the kid. That's yeah. bad. You can't do that. Oh, this is a first responder. He's just an idiot. Straight up. He's yeah. an idiot.
1: Well, he's only got 100 uh, signers and it's probably like his family members. So. <laughs> you
0: go, Brad, or whatever your name is. Let's go get that petition. Go. Man, shut the fuck up. Seriously. Yeah. I had enough. I had enough of this right here, Brian, with him. But you know what? See, this, this is what I'm going to do line. to you,
1: kid. I'm going to cancel you. Oh, look at that. Like Hogan ripping <laughs> the contract. Here's your petition right here. <laughs> there it is, brother. What you going to do when the petition gets ripped up on you?
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Jeez. I can't believe you said that. You told me that for me. Anyway, things yeah, like this that make like, me sick.
1: This like, uh, happened earlier in the week. Uh, I read this. I'm like, come on, people.
0: <laughs> Somebody's got to be losing it other than us over that. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I'm sure there's even firemen like, dude, it's it's a movie. Yeah, like, like, seriously. I mean, people get really too caught up in a lot of things
1: nowadays. I'm, I'm sure the fireman like, oh man, it's about time we we'll got some recognition in the film. He kills all these cops. <laughs> exactly. Now we're getting ours. <laughs> Goddamn, finally. No, I'm telling you,
0: that 100%. I agree with you on that one. Uh, but, you know, you're always going to have those few people that disagree with something and they want to voice uh, their opinion because, you know, yeah. nowadays social media gave that outlet or it gives that outlet to everyone now to voice their opinion yeah. uh, and it just, it, it shouldn't be, really. It shouldn't be for some people. They, they just need right. to be quiet. Uh, but anyway, Brian, you're, you're talking about 2018 Halloween right here in the books. Uh, overall of this film, okay, what was your favorite scene and your favorite kill in this movie?
1: Uh, favorite scene would probably have to be when he puts on the mask for the first time in 40 years. Um, favorite kill. Oh Man, I don't know. Um, probably the doctors because I despised him so much. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. You kill
0: it's so hard for me to pick. The bathroom one was brutal. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I think. Um, the doctor for sure smashing his head finally because I that guy needed it, he needed to go. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> scene, you know, I think, uh, definitely that that was one of them. It's it's up to it's real tough because I really enjoyed this movie. It's actually I put it on my list as right now it's it's my favorite horror movie so far. Uh, that it was number one I think when we did the review, yeah, um, on it. So yeah, I think it, when it when it comes down to scenes, when he finally puts the mask on, that right there it's iconic, and I love that scene. But I think also when it pays homage to part two, when he's walking. And yeah. in, that, in that alley or that driveway in the mm-hmm. street over there and in the boom box. And even when he's walking through the neighborhood, like you said, people over there, they're unloading the car, they're going to the house. They don't even, it's Halloween. This guy's just dressed up. All right, cool. He's just going around, just slicing and dicing. <laughs> Michael's yeah. on a mission, my man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, this, this was a great movie, man. It was very well done. Uh, a lot of Easter eggs in it. Um, you know, even to your point when you just brought that other one up that I, I totally forgot about the balcony. Where mm-hmm. then he looks over and Jamie's gone. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's like okay, tables have turned, Mikey. Uh, so this is this is something, man. This movie, I- I'm so happy that they did this because, like I said earlier in this episode, like to leave off with Rob Zombie and, and those two films. uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how would have how I would have felt about this franchise. It would have been well. It felt like even a few years back before this was made, like something was missing out of right. the franchise, and now. I feel complete, and now we got two more. You know, we got kills coming up, dude. Yeah, I mean, yep. you're ready for this. You and I, we're going to be that. You, me, Dave Brown, uh, you know the misses. Uh, I think there might be a couple more people. Yeah, uh, Ashley some of the Jeannie, Ashley DJ, Jeannie, DJ. Yeah, so, yeah, shout um, out to all crew. By the way, man, yeah. we never give them a shout out like that, but we got to give a shout out to some of the hard 365 team. Uh, Jeannie, Ashley, uh, DJ, uh, Sean Telepo. Uh, I'm going to shout them out here. Jordan Harvey marino even though he doesn't deserve a shout out Marino. <laughs> okay i'm gonna tell you that now <laughs> nah, i'm joking buddy uh joe gallo crazy joe gallo
1: speaking of uh, joe gallo if you haven't done so already go to his uh instagram page he uh debuted as freddie cosplay
0: yeah oh yeah. i gotta yeah. reach out to him i gotta you go got to the little, page.
1: got a little sneak preview uh but yeah two days after this is dropping Dave brown's coming down and
0: uh yeah Dave brown Um, Don't even think about it, my man. You're going to try to pitch something,
1: aren't you? No, 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 no. Uh, He's coming down Friday night and uh, no pitching him, nothing. Uh, But uh, we're going to start off the weekend by watching 78 and 18 that Friday night. And then you'll be down the next day and we're going to go out to dinner that night and watch Kills.
0: I can't wait, dude. I'm excited about it.
1: I really, really
0: am. I I waited a whole year, as many people have.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, I think I know. After seeing, again, uh, two different trailers, it, it's it's worth the wait. Okay, so and finally, finally, we have to see it on the big screen. We can see it on the big screen, Brian, in a few days from now. Uh, and I am, like, beyond stoked about it. Uh, and, you know, thinking about it, like, I don't know what they're going to do. Do you think in this one, you know, in Kills, are, are we going to see the end? I mean, I, I may have asked this question last week of Jamie Lee. What do you think is going to happen? How do you think this is all going to end? Because when Halloween ends, I mean, hence the name ends, yeah. this is, this should be
1: it. What do you think? It'll, it'll never be the end. It'll never uh, be. <laughs> I mean, look, we've had the final chapter, Friday 13, Freddy's dead. It's never the end. Um, I'm going to have to say there is going to be, a, I, I'm going to, if I was a betting man, I would say Jamie could, um, This could be her last film in the trilogy, Um, but who knows? It may not. Um, I I don't know because there's so many, you know, Lindsay Doyle could get killed, or Lindsay could get killed, Tommy Doyle could get killed, but I think it's a good possibility either she's going to die or be mortally wounded and die in the next one.
0: Yeah, I think I think that can happen too, man. I, I can see that happen. And also, uh, you know, the one thing I really like about this film, uh, Halloween Kills coming out, is I seen that the town was coming together. You know, the town's actually coming together. They like they had enough of Michael, and this is it. They're gonna put the boots to him. They're gonna get Michael out of Haddonfield once and for all. And that's what I'm waiting on, man. I'm waiting to see what happens and what they what they do. How many kills are gonna be in this one? Because if now you have the whole town, you have so many options of people to just slay Mikey. So how many how many deaths, how many are, deaths we are we gonna see this?
1: Well, just I just I just hope don't take a piss in the bush, or he could be killed accidentally, like in part four. <laughs> <laughs> well, they thought it was <laughs> Michael Myers and he killed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kill him. Oh, yeah, it's going down. <laughs> right, what's going on, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> We're get, you
0: know That's what I like to see too in this one. If we get some of the town members, if there could be some hillbillies in there, like from part four. It's going down. Mikey's back. <laughs> Get Come on, boom. Earl. <laughs>
1: Get
0: the boomstick, damn it! <laughs> yeah, there's Mikey. No, but yeah, dude, I'm, I'm waiting to see this one because, you know what? I think they're gonna also tie some other uh, of the other sequels somehow in this one, uh as well, and and you know just to pay homage to some of them. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, for sure. Can't wait. 2018, right now, my favorite horror movie uh, of all time so far. Right now, until kills, who knows? That might be uh just replacing. This one, man. Uh, we'll see what happens in a few days, yeah. right here. But uh, yeah. overall, Jamie Lee, jeez, I can't say enough about Jamie Lee. How much I love Jamie Lee, seriously, uh, and and more than horror movies that she does. I mean, she's just incredible, and she doesn't age. Yeah. Right, she doesn't age, man. She no. looks great.
1: Really, it's all that you. yogurt she was eating all these years.
0: <laughs> ah, you know what? I got to get started on that. I got some stomach. Yeah, and some yogurt. I got to come on. This ruggedly handsome individual. I got to maintain my. Uh, my beauty. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, anyway, man, so to sum it all up right here, any last thoughts on 2018?
1: Um, it was shown what true fans of the franchise, you know, they did a great job. They, were, they showed that they were, like I, said, like I said before, I was skeptical, but they were fans of the film. So they gave us a new you know, a, a breath of fresh air, a new take on the the whole series. Um, it was what we needed as horror fans after, you know, the zombie movies and resurrection and all that. And God, can you imagine if we got Michael on death row?
0: <laughs> oh my God. Out of jail prison was on bail for out of jail. Michael what what by is his, screaming his,
1: <laughs> his cellmate gonna be Shook Knight. Like are they gonna you know is it gonna be a, a buddy film them escaping oh, jail? Shit.
0: What you went for? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, <No. laughs> shit, man!
1: <laughs> no, but that—that yeah, that, that got me to get some
0: of those films, man. It would have yeah. been horrible. Would have just destroyed the franchise even more. It would have went even further downhill than what it did with with Resurrection and then uh, you know, you know, Rob Zombies and you know. Again, I hate bashing these films. I really do because you know there, there are some good moments in each of these films, uh, but overall, as a film and as part of the franchise, I I just I can't. You know, it's, yeah. it's horrible. All right. But as a film, you know, like standalone film, look at three season of witch. It was a damn good movie. You right. know, it should have not been called Halloween though, but it was yeah. a pretty good movie in my opinion. Yeah. man. Uh, but yeah, my thoughts overall loved it. Like I said, you guys already know how I feel about this film right here. Halloween 2018 waiting for Halloween kills, but guys, girls, horror heads. We got a couple other things coming up your way this month. And you know, I want to tell uh, Brian, you already know, this, so obviously Chucky. The series is coming out. Okay. Uh, It's the 12th of this month, and what we're going to be doing next week, we're going to be reviewing the Child's Play franchise. Uh, We're going to get into this and actually talking about uh, Chucky. The series, the first episode, and all thoughts and opinions on that. Uh, Some other episodes this month, we're going to talk about some Halloween favorite moments and memories that we have. Probably going to recap Halloween Kills at some point. Uh, Really going to get into the spirit over here. Who knows, Brian? I might even be dressed up. I think this year, I am going to be Chucky this year, man. So I might come on the screen and play time's over, Horror Heads. That's it, my man. What are you doing? You going to come on as uh, Jason? You coming on?
1: I could come on hey, as Jason. That's not a problem. I won't be talking that much, though.
0: We'll have a segment. We'll have a... Se- I'll just be doing a talk. You just be nodding. Like a Chucky versus... Uh, Chucky versus Jason.
1: There you battle. go.
0: Battle. <laughs> gotta That's get cool. out of this body.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Give
0: me the power, I'm, I am uh, Something, <laughs> like, that, something <laughs> like that. I gotta get that whole tongs down. I don't know what the hell you're saying. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited to see the, the child's play series. So many great things happening. Motherbox I wonder if about.
1: they're gonna play the game called hide the soul, <laughs> hide
0: the soul, and guess what? Sport, you're it. <laughs> I tried with that voice, man, can't do it that well, but uh, yeah. you know, gave him my best there, Brian. But anyway, yeah. guys, uh, you know, this is this is it, wraps up this episode right here, Horrorheads. I appreciate you guys tuning in viewing us on YouTube. If you haven't done so already, what are you waiting for? Just click that subscribe button below and bang, hit that notification bell for all those notifications. Hard 365 Alive. That is the URL where to find us. Of course, if you want to listen to these guys, these melodious tones, you can do so on Apple, on Google, on Spotify, on wherever you get your audio, Brian. And, uh, you know, of course, we're on Facebook. Uh, We have a pretty big following on Facebook, which is surprising because people on Facebook don't even subscribe to the channel and then yeah. watch it, but it's okay guys we still love you okay on Facebook at horrorheads365 on Instagram at three sixty five. you know what Brian I think we need a Twitter eventually when we start to grow a little bit more I need to put out some tweets here yeah. and there not yet though I We're don't, not I, don't right. I don't twat <laughs> <laughs> oh god he does not twat folks Whatever that means. This is why this episode is explicit over here. Ryan (laughs) does not twirl. That's good, man. But anyway, guys, girls, Horrors, thank you so much for tuning in, listening, viewing. And thank you for celebrating horror not only this month in October, but 365. We're going to see you next week.